Hello and welcome to the Melbourne Business School podcast. My name is Aaron Yeek and I'm an alumni of the school who recently published a book on the MBA experience, From Racetracks to Boardrooms, Was an MBA Worth It? In this series, I'm joined by fellow alumni to dive between the lines of the MBA experience and find out if doing an MBA was really worth it. Today, I'm joined by Aglia Nikas. Aglia graduated from the Masters of Marketing in 2013. During that time, she transitioned roles from government to retail while struggling classes, group assignments, and family. Since graduating, she's been elected the Vice President of the Alumni Council at Melbourne Business School. Aglia shares with me the importance of having fun and how she drew parallels between her MBA experience and managing large portfolios of change at work. Hi Aglia. So as I mentioned, I'm really excited about finding out about your Melbourne Business School experience. So as I understand, you did that part-time? Yes, I did. I started a few years back in 2008. So, and why did you choose the Masters of Marketing? Well, for me, it was actually um, making uh, marketing at front of mind in terms of the choices and employers I wanted to work for in the future. Mm. Um, and I figured I wanted to do post-grad so I can actually extend my leadership capability, but also have that marketing flavour. And was marketing an area that you'd come from? No, not, not particularly so, but as I've come to realise, there's a lot of marketing in the roles that I've had, um, but not necessarily with the title, but there's definitely a lot of, um, of the core skills that a marketer has uh, in the roles that I've had yeah, fantastic. in my career. And so the Masters of Marketing, I guess, a little bit different to the program that I went through. What, so what's it like? What, what, you're doing night classes, your uh, group assignments, I presume? Yeah, well, there's a lot of similarity um, between the MBA and the Masters of Marketing. We do still do a lot of group work, so there's a lot of syndicate work. Uh, a lot of the core subjects are actually common across the uh, Masters program, so it doesn't matter whether you do an MBA or, or Marketing Masters. Um, there is, yeah, for me, being a part-timer, all my classes were in the evening, so there was a lot of uh, three-hour sessions, a couple of nights a week, and in between um, having very dynamic and intense work environments to do work for, um, but also find the time to actually do my study as well. Yeah. I want to circle back to what you were doing in your, we'll call it nine to five, even though it was never nine to five. But how did you, how did you find that balance between yeah, working and then night classes and yeah, the group assignments? It's surprisingly for me, it's something I've always wanted to do, come to MBS and um, do post-grad study. So for me, it was actually finding the right time mm. to, to start. So the good thing was that my employer at the time actually supported my willingness to go and get further educated. However, the environment was very, very hectic. So it meant I had to become even a better time manager, if I can say that. <laughs> so it's amazing what you prioritise and uh, what you focus on um, to actually make, make everything come together in the end. So that means either getting up earlier in the day or staying later at night. Uh, especially with syndicate work, it was actually finding the right time for everyone that was available in the group. So it was a lot of weekend work as well. Mm, I guess a lot of sort of time coordinating between different calendars between all the group members. And yeah, I definitely, I can relate to that in that coming into the program, I thought my time management was good, but I think it went to a whole new level trying to balance it all. Oh, same, I agree. And um, I think also if you find people that are studying or doing something part-time as well, even in the workplace, it actually helps your case when you're doing it 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the support is actually quite different. Yeah, fantastic. I want to pick off on something you just mentioned before. You always wanted to come to MBS. What what was it about why MBS? What caught your eye? I think I think they've done a really good marketing campaign. <laughs> uh, as as an undergrad, I thought, okay, well, I'm going to do my, finish my first degree and see how I go, and then went out to the the big world and started working. Um, major corporates um, was the better the first part of my career. So I always had it as part of my continual growth and professional development. The employers I worked for have always been supportive um, of that, but it was actually finding the right time to actually do something like that. And it, it turned out that it was now or never. It was around that 2008 sort of year where it's all, it all sort of lined up. The timing was right. My employer said to me, um, great opportunity for you to go and do that. You know, we support you as part of your, it's a condition of your employment. Well, great. Well, now now's the time um, to come back and do it. Yeah, fantastic. So take take me back to that 2008. What what were you doing around the time, sort of career and life, and that led you net to where you are? Well, for me, it was um, I had gone from uh, working for major international corporates to a major government portfolio. So that's a big change in itself. Um, and uh, I think part of the reason for, for that was to give me some time to actually build on other things that I wanted to professionally grow on as well. And that, hence why the opportunity to go back to school. Um, sure, it was in a major program environment. We were in delivery. It was so you'd made the transition before you came back to school? Yeah, I gave myself about six months. <laughs> I probably should have given myself maybe five years. To, <laughs> but um, in that time, um, yeah, it was a big transition to go from to government um, and also to come back to school as well. So. Mm. And what were the style of portfolios that you were managing? You, you've always been involved in quite large sort of portfolio work, haven't you? I have. I started off managing large teams mm -hmm. or getting to manage large teams, managing them across the Asia-Pacific region. Mm -hmm. um, but then what sort of industries? Uh, they were in IT mm -hmm. and services, but mostly um, back-end services, managing uh, financial leasing contracts and um, supporting um, services from a major account point of view. So they were um, national and also across Southeast Asia. Um, again, my employer lended the opportunity to me and also there was a lot of travel involved in that as well, which was quite good for me, yep. um, growing into this professional sort of world. Um, and then moving to uh, the government portfolio, uh, it was more or less major acquisition programs. So all the programs were IT related in the logistics space. So it was all supply chain and logistics and they were all over $140 million worth. Um, and yeah, it was a great experience to be there because it was very different to where I'd come from. Yes. And then obviously journeying with MBS as well, just added to um, the change that was going on in my life at that time. And did you have uh, some career changes during your time at MBS as well, besides that first one? Yeah, um, I would say initially for me, uh, the objective was to actually get through the coursework. <laughs> yeah, just survive, yeah. So one step at a time. <laughs> Yep, it was a survival game, and um, but what was uh, what was a key change for me is um, a year out from graduating, I actually came into the careers fair and started talking to potential new employers, right. and um, that's and I talked to organisations such as Target, uh, BHP, um, just to name a couple. So very different again. Very to very, what very you different. Were at so at the time. Yeah, and um, and I for me I wanted to go to a more marketing customer centred organisation that had the consumer top of mind. And going to retail would have been a, an obvious pick for me. So I narrowed down who my target was, and that was for me target in the end. Mm. 
So after I, I finished my last exam, which was on a Friday, which was with Catherine de Fontenay, mm -hmm. um, and general economics, which is a very, very stimulating um, subject, but Catherine's absolutely fantastic. So I think that that was a key enabler for me to get over the class or get through the class. Um, so I wrapped up on the Friday and on the Monday started at Target. So it was, yeah, it was quite the change I was looking for. Quite hectic, yeah. It's so interesting, so even through your master's marketing, you pick up subjects like economics and yeah, yeah I think you made the comment to me, it's yeah, a lot of the core is just, just like doing it. It is, MBA, yeah. so you're doing accounting, you're doing managing people, you're doing leadership, um, you're doing strategy. Um, for, for me, it was more about marketing strategy. Yeah. And, uh, and then you get the option to do obviously various electives and you can go back and do some of the core as yeah. your electives or you can go off and do um, more um, marketing flavoured electives. Brain management's another great class. Yeah. Mark Did Ritson. you have Mark Ritson? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the showman, <laughs> which is good for a brand. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. And he also was the keynote speaker for the annual alumni dinner yes. uh, last year, which by the way, I'm actually on the council. And I think that's another way to be involved with the school post you finishing and uh, journeying on in, in the next level of your career or the next stage of your career. Yeah, absolutely. So it sounds like you, yeah, you picked up, I guess, a lot of parallel skills and I guess other areas of knowledge. Did you find, uh, I guess, application across to what you're doing? Because you're working government, IT, I guess, you know, to the to the ignorant that might appear that there's not much parallel with a master's in marketing, but it sounds like there was. It was parallels. Oh, there is because it's also where I went. Yeah. So I, from leaving um, the government um, portfolio, which was Department of Defence, mm. um, doing major logistics um, programs, going to Target, which was running their major business programs, there was a lot of marketing uh, in, their, in their programs. And also it, there was a lot of um, analytics because you had to, had to understand the trends mm. um, of the consumer trends. You had to understand the research in terms of what customers were thinking, what was on top of their consumer mind, and um, you, you had to manage the finances. So there was a lot of um, core, core work that was um, used as part of that program management. Mm -hmm. Then I moved off to Australia Post, another major player in the marketplace, uh, very diverse in the businesses that it's in. It wasn't just about letters. <laughs> and it's, ironically, I've never worked in the letters part of the business, but um, I have been uh, in the retail part and also um, in the corporate services areas. Um, again, wearing a technology flavour, but there's a lot of marketing in what you're doing because it is about connecting people's understanding with what you're offering and what you're delivering mm, as well. Absolutely, yeah. I, I did a very short project in post where I was saying didn't touch letters, worked in digital, and it was uh, it was yeah, it was interesting to see the behind the scenes. And, and at the time, um, the CEO was a MBS alum. As well, so that was, yeah, that was really nice, yeah. Well, Ahmed Fahua is the one that launched our corporate chapter. One of the, um, which is something I established when I was at Post, one of the um, ideas I had when I actually came back to the school to do some alumni panelling um, to encourage future students to, to come to school and study um, was uh, a key takeaway for me was uh, the networking element. Yes. And that's the opportunity you don't necessarily get unless you come to an, uh, an institution like um, MBS. Yeah. And uh, it's about who you meet. I mean, look who's in your class, look who's in your syndicate assignment. It could be your next boss, or you could be their next boss, or you could just be the next innovation um, team um, to create something and launch a new product and um, go places that you thought that you never would. Yeah. And I think it's um, the opportunity to have that stimulation and that um, knowledge uh, mindset shift mm -hmm. 
and uh, you know connecting with some people that you can really do some great things with. So um, for me, it was uh, con creating a chapter. And so, what are those chapters? What, what do they look, What do they do? What do they do? Yeah. Well, it is a, an avenue for um, uh, alumni to connect at a, at a corporate uh, level, in mm. the sense that so within an organisation, yeah, within yep. the organisation, it is about uh, creating the opportunities to be a bit more informal, because mm. obviously some organisations are very hierarchical and structured with how you actually engage internally. So, for you, you've got a common um, piece. Of, uh, in that you've come, gone to the same school, but also you're working for the same employer. And you can do things like coffee catch-ups and sort of start your informal networking in that element. Um, with our chapter as well, um, we did build up a core team that sort of uh, ran the chapter, if you like. And um, our, our two uh, key objectives were to connect the alumni and uh, to encourage ongoing learning. So by doing that, um, we invited our professors to come into Australia Post and uh, run um, some sessions. So a day in MBS or you know, a session of what it would be like to be um, a student at MBS. Um, and we had uh, Don that came out, Don O'Sullivan. Uh, we, Mark Ritson was very, very keen, but we never seemed to line him up um, in terms of his schedule. But we had Catherine come out, Catherine de Fontenay. Uh, we had um, Jack Goodwin as well, when he was actually here from, from the US. Uh, he came out as well. So we had uh, a marketing session, a leadership, a leadership session and an economic session as well. So you mentioned earlier the Alumni Council, yep. something I'm keen to know more about. So what is the Alumni Council? What's your role? Where are you guys headed? Yep. Well, I'm the Vice President of the Alumni Council. Um, I was appointed uh, last year after a sort of recruitment process. <laughs> Um, um, but I guess for me, the exposure to be on the council came from being the chapter president mm -hmm. um, at Australia Post. What we do is actually um, group together and connect with the school on how we actually can support them with some of the strategic objectives that they want to achieve um, that touches on the alumni. Mm -hmm. The MBS alumni community is about 17,000 people. Wow. So there's a lot of us Didn't out there. there was that many of us. Well, the MBA's been around for over 50 years now. That's true, yeah. So um, it's, it's been a great initiative to actually have a group of us um, connect mm. outside of the school and uh, align with what the school is wanting to achieve. Mm. Um, for us, we're a, quite a dynamic team and we're quite diverse. There's about 20 of us on there at the moment. Mm -hmm. The president is um, Dean Island, and I understand you're going to be talking to him very soon as well. He's been president for a few years now. And um, our key objective is to set up the alumni um, agenda and um, and support the school with the initiatives that it does. So a key element for us is to be present with um, any of the events mm -hmm. that the school actually holds, whether that's the alumni reunion, whether that's the annual alumni dinner, uh, whether that means that we go off to a chapter as well and um, do a presentation or be a, on a panel that's cross industry um, or cross sectors. So it is about how we actually connect with each other and encourage that uh, continuous um, learning and also the continuous contribution, and it could be financial contribution, um, back to the school as well. I think that connection and contribution, that point they make is really critical because the com one of the comments I keep hearing is that the alumni are really the only permanent stakeholder of the school and, and they are the ones who will always have that continuing association. And I guess since, since I've finished, that's really um, shone through for me in that it makes sense now hearing the 17,000 alumni that the network is really strong and global and uh, yeah it's fantastic to hear there's ongoing I guess input into the agenda. And I guess with our um, representatives um, on the council as well they're not all Australia based mm -hmm. 
So we do have representatives from Singapore and the US and we've got people from um, Europe as well. And one of the key uh, discussion points that we have is um, our icebreaker is, well, what, if, what do you do that's MBS related um, in your country or in, um, or in your city? And uh, it is about how we actually connect with the chapters or create the chapters and uh, bring the people together. Yeah. And it is, um, I think it is an experience that is something that holds true for a lot of people. It is a journey that when you do study, uh, there's a lot of things going on uh, in your life. There's family in there, there's relationships in there, there's obviously your working um, in there, there's your travel in there, there's a lot of um, mixture. So it's about how you manage all that and how you, how you um, grow um, and morph to something that um, actually is influenced by your experience of being at the school. How, how did you juggle all of that? Because you, you had a lot going on. You, you were did. studying, you were working, family. How, what was, how, how did Crazy. we do it? Well, I must say, you know, I really wanted my family to be around at the end, and they still are, so that's a good thing. <laughs> um, but you find that you, you um, give up a few things along the way, but it is important to be true to yourself. And, you know, it is about having fun as well. It's not all serious and, well, it can be very, very serious and very, very hard work. Uh, it is actually hard work. That doesn't go away. But it is about finding the time um, to be who you are as well. And I think it is important to um, not lose sight of that. It is about keeping yourself healthy. It is about um, uh, enjoying what you're doing as well. So, um, and you know, it's hard work, but you wouldn't be there if you didn't want to be there. And I think that's a key. And do you think the program helped you sort of cut to your priorities and work out what was important for you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think there's a lot, I mean, absolutely, there's a lot of reading to do. There's a lot of pre-work to do. And there's a lot of uh, pressure to be consistent in um, how you actually contribute as well. And um, I think, you know, there's a reality check for many folks, um, for many subjects. There's some there a lot more, your, um, your skill level's a lot higher than others. So obviously your level of study or contribution may be quite different depending on the subject, but it is actually a learning experience. I think people need to remember that. Mm. You're, not, you're not signing up because you know everything, because if, you wouldn't be signing up if you did. Yeah, that's a good point. And so the, that experience and the learning you've gone through, has that, how has that contributed or brought you to where you are now? Well, it's, for me, again, it's accomplishing a personal goal. Um, no one actually you know, forced me to come and sign up and do this, but it's also uh, becomes part of my toolkit um, in terms of professionally where I can go next. And uh, there's some things that uh, are, are sort, of, sort of steps in our um, approach or in our process to, to going somewhere. And uh, for me, it is um, adding to my toolkit to see where my future can take me. Any advice that you would give yourself walking oh, look, into the doors at the time? I encourage um, anyone to have a go. It is about having a go. and It is about um, getting addicted because I think in the end we were all addicted. You're thinking, wow, I can't believe I did all that or learned all that and I did this with that person and I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do that with you know, this um, lecturer or this professional as well. But it's, uh, it is about having a go and it is about um, not being too serious about it as well because it is giving yourself um, the opportunity to, to absorb and um, to do something with what you hear. Yeah. We get a lot of, module, uh, a lot of you know, um, modules that we can use. We get a lot of good material that we can use. It is about practicing it a little bit. There's, I know I definitely tried a few things on in the workplace while I was at, uh, here. So um, it was a good way to test it how real it is in my real world as well. And there's some environments more receptive to it than others, mm -hmm. but it is about how you, um, how you campaign it a little bit, I guess, as well. And um, Did you have you... any challenges 
with that as you go? Um, yeah, I mean, you always try it on. It depends yeah. on, um, yeah, where you are and what you're wanting to do. And you just do little bits at a time. Um, but also, um, you become a lot more resourceful. I know we're talking about time management, but you go looking for some um, knowledge in the organisation that you didn't have before that could probably help you uh, being a student here yeah. as well. And the other way around. So even though you've gone through being a student, now that you're out and you're an alum, it is, you can still do that. You can still leverage the resources and uh, that's the opportunity that we all have. And uh, the resources are not only contained within the school, but also they're contained in the network as well. Yeah, absolutely. And were there any uh, challenges during the program that you faced or during the experience that you faced that maybe you didn't foresee or, or maybe you did foresee? And you uh, I think wherever there's people, there's a challenge. That's my, my motto on that one. Um, and I think you get some really good work challenges and there's no way you don't get some really good school challenges yeah. as well. Especially when you're working um, syndicate groups, you know, we all want to perform well. We all want to make sure that we connect well and, and you know, give it our 110%. Uh, and sometimes that doesn't quite work well and the timing's not right with the people that you're working with. So I think the there's a maturity that comes to uh, appreciating each other and also appreciating how you get to the end. It is not necessarily about squashing each other because you are a team. So it is about uh, making sure you do the, you know, the right connecting things that teams normally do um, and then work through the, the issues that you have to actually get to the end game, which is finishing your assignment or doing that presentation or whatever it is that you do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely high, high pressure, high performing in high pressure environments. So. I think also it's good to appreciate that you do things as an individual, but also you do them as a collective. Mm -hmm. And you need to recognise when it is about you and when it is about the we. So, <laughs> and, but you need to, I think, do conscious thinking about that a little bit. Yeah. And um, as you go through the program, you get to appreciate what you can and can't do and then how you actually leverage from each other. And I think towards the end, you know, you'd be, um, or even before then, um, you, you're achieving a lot more because you have this understanding on how to work better together. Mm. That self-awareness I think is important. I think towards the end of my program, I think as people got to know each other, sort of new strengths and weaknesses, and I think the teams uh, performed a lot quicker, I think, and a lot yeah, to, to a level that was definitely higher than day one, that's for sure. I think there's a lot of expectation and pressure we, put, we bring as part of this learning experience. And, um, you know, soon you realise, you know, what you can, what your limitations are. And then um, you say, okay, well, now I can see them now. So then it's like, okay, well, how do I work through that? And I think that makes a huge difference to, to your experience. One, I remember meeting a couple of guys at the car park um, in one of my information sessions very early on in the piece uh, in 2008. And, um, and I remember asking the guys, what would you suggest for me? I'm only just embarking on this journey. Well, what, what's the advice that you give me? And, um, and they turned around and said, you know, if I look back on my uh, experience, because I did their MBAs, it would be to have some fun. You know, yeah. don't take yourself too seriously. It is about, you know, connecting with the people. It is about, you know, understanding and learning a bit about them as well. And it is what you would normally do in a workplace or even outside in a social sense. So it's absolutely no different because it is about how the people uh, bring it together to achieve an outcome. Mm. Yeah, I think you're right. It is, a, it, it is actually a very fun experience. Yeah. It is. And I spent a lot of time at the Cookman, by the way. <laughs> as, which is, as did I, which sadly <laughs> is not here. That's true, very true. But I hear they're redeveloping, so I'm really keen for the future students um, or even current students, depending on when the, 
development takes place actually actually does happen because uh, drinking is a great connector. I'm excited about the reunion there. So we can go back as alumni. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Rekindle. It's, it is absolutely great. Okay, so some rapid questions I'll ask you answer. Yep. High point of the experience? Simulating environment. Low point of the experience? Exams. <laughs> yeah. Favourite subject? Uh, marketing. Favourite faculty and why? Don O'Sullivan, because of his accent and probably being in his first class at MBS. What is he, what is he lecturing? Some marketing, of the marketing and marketing comms, yeah. Uh, main method of de-stressing during the program? It was keeping fit and having lots of coffee. Uh, paper notes or laptop? Both. Finish the sentence, group assignments are? Always a challenge. Social life, did it exist or did not exist? Did not exist. Well done, fantastic. Thank you very much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure catching up. It's been great too. Thanks, Aaron. Hope you enjoyed today's conversation. If you'd like to listen to more, please subscribe to the Melbourne Business School podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud.